that you are enough exactly the way you are. You mm-hmm. don't need approval or validation from anybody else. You are enough. Hello and welcome to Chaos to Clarity, the podcast that's your compass to navigate the exciting world of service-based businesses. If you're a determined woman in your current business adventure, striving to conquer the chaos and build your empire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Maggie, your go-to business bestie and chaos navigator. I've spent nearly two decades in the service-based industry, building a photography business, a yoga studio, and now a thriving coaching practice. I've cracked the code to consistent income without all the chaos and noise. So get ready to increase your business growth, connect with your ideal clients, and find ease in both business and in life. It's time to turn your frustrations into inspiration and your chaos into clarity. So go ahead and grab your coffee, a pen and paper, and let's dive into the journey of building your dream service-based business together. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Chaos to Clarity podcast. Today I have with me Julie Trombley. She is an entreport expert. I am so excited for you guys to meet her. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about who she is and who she serves and how long she's been in business. Well, thank you, first of all, Maggie, for having me. Happy mm-hmm. to be here. It's exciting. I'm excited for you in this new little venture you're going on with your podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm Julie Trombley, uh, as Maggie said, a certified entrepreneur expert and owner of Tackle Your To Do. And as a CRM expert, I help coaches get out of running the tech side of their business. I mean, so they can get back to coaching because that's really why they went into this business was so they could coach not deal with the tech. Um, you know, and and on that, talking with the coaches I've been talking to, I've really implemented some new packages to kind of help coaches go through the process of first just getting started and then going to the next level of launching and then to the next, you know, so it, it's working through as they're growing, I'm helping them to grow and the system can grow with them. Um, and I've been in business for three years now. Um, I, I I quit my corporate job the day the world shut down for COVID and <laughs> wasn't intending, you know, I didn't know what was happening. I just went in with my letter of resignation. It was going to happen no matter what. And it was like, <laughs> walked away. we're all going remote for COVID. I'm, like, I'm going remote forever. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's so awesome awesome and scary all at the same time but uh-huh. yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah there were I've interviewed quite a few people who made a huge change on that day um which ironically is it was a Friday the 13th right like what a what a like ominous day to like have that huge pivot right um and I I think that I was in Bali I was in Indonesia when that happened when <laughs> you know like sitting in a restaurant eating and all of a sudden I get these texts from you know from home and I'm 12 hours ahead so like it's evening when it's evening there when it's morning here and getting these texts from my yoga teachers and my husband saying well um I I hope you're gonna be able to come home and I'm like what what (laughs) what are you talking about and you know like my husband's like well they're like closing 
everything. Like, I don't have to go back to work on Monday. And I'm like, like, you're fired? He's like, no, no. Like, I brought all my work home. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm literally on the other side of the world. So I'm going to hang out here and um, I'm going to come home eventually. Like, they don't want me to stay here. I know that. I don't I don't have a visa that they're going to send me home. I'm going to make it home somehow. But like, still kind of like, oh, wow, this is really serious. <laughs> so did it delay your coming home or did you get to come home when you planned on? Or? Um, Yeah, I we came home when we when we planned on my flight did get canceled. Um, but then it got he had to call and rebook it. So it, it was all it was all fine. Right. When he re when he rebooked it, they asked him, they're like, well, we're just going to upgrade her to, I don't know, like the next class up. And he was like, oh, she'll be really excited about that. So, like, <laughs> you know, um, but otherwise it was pretty, pretty normal um, over in Bali when that happened. So I for my own like anxiety and sanity sake, I'm really glad that I spent like two weeks in Bali or a week in Bali as that was happening. Right. So I was over there for two weeks and, you know, like my friend and I joked as we were getting on the plane to go over there. Wouldn't it be funny if the whole world shut down because of this, right? Because we didn't, we didn't know, right. We didn't know like what it was and you only know what you know. And then, you know, like right. at, when that happened, I looked at her and I was like, dude, we need to not say some of those thoughts. Right. We need to not put them into the universe because they're coming true. So <clears throat> I'm right. just going to put out into the universe that we are going to get home. Right. We are going to get home. Uh, luckily, like to be in Bali, it's it's very like affordable to be there and like live there. So I was like, well, it's also nice and warm. Right. Yeah. In in March in Bali, it's like 80, which is like perfect doesn't rain a ton so like it's not the worst place to get stuck I will miss my family but also like I really like it there (laughs) (laughs) ah yeah anyway I could go on and on about about that I will probably make an episode about like what what happened on that day (laughs) and in that time period because it's a pretty you know like when you think about like the pivots even for you when you walked into work and said I'm done bye right right Right? to not know to take that that pivot is it's really scary it's really challenging um Which actually leads really well into my next question for you. My next question is, what is something challenging that you have overcome in your business? All of it. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, when when I quit, I had like over 25 years in association work when I started my business. Mm-hmm. And and the funny thing is before, you know, in, in the last job I had, I was there for 19 years. And the first 14 years, I was working remote already. I was working remote before remote was cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh. so, yeah. So then, then I had to go in the office for a few years and I realized I didn't like that there. Uh, <laughs> but when I first started my business, I was like, the training I had gone through for virtual experts was like, we're not going to teach you skills, but we're going to take, we want you to take what you've learned throughout your life and business career and whatever, and, and, and transition that into running your own business. Well, I did that and I was like, okay, when I first started, I'm going to support associations. 
until I had a light bulb moment of what the hell are you thinking? There was right. a reason you left associations. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you even think of this? Also, you know, they were going through a rough time too with the shutdown of COVID and having to kind of restructure and everything. So I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's not really where I'm going. I wasn't excited about it. And then it was like, my gosh, all these years I've done some kind of tech for wherever I worked. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of shifted to offering like random tech support, which worked for a while and really how I ended up working with coaches. I mean, it, and it wasn't me out marketing to find them. They kind of organically found me. Right. And then right. I realized, you know, I really enjoy working with these coaches and helping them, you know, in, in a way it was getting them out of the tech, but also it was very in so many different kinds of tech, I, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this system and that platform and posting the social media, doing this. And I was just like, okay, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, um, one of my coaches asked me if I had ever heard of Entreport. And I'm like, no. And she's like, it's, you're really techie. I think you'd be really good at it. Just, just look into it. Um, so I did, I looked into it and took it upon myself to get certified with it. And I, I would say for about the first six months, I had that whole imposter syndrome of, oh, I, I just don't know if I could do this. Right. I don't know. If I, and I, do I know this well enough? Can I, this is pretty big, you know, it's a robust platform. Can I go in and do this and, and make this my, my, my niche and, uh, and, and my, I was just, okay. Okay. I, I just have to do this. I got my for a little bit more comfortable, obviously also getting in the system and using it and working with it. Right. And then, you know, a scary decision number two after already quitting my job was <laughs> I'm letting go of all my random tech clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got to open that space right. for the right people to come in. Yep. And it worked. I mean, I tell you, you're talking about what universe is listening. And it was just like, as soon as I started letting them all go. I got my longest running entrepreneur client and mm-hmm. it was a retainer client. And, you know, so, so um, it, it just, it just felt good to niche down to just like the one platform. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it has other pieces that you can implement with it, but just to focus on, on just the entreport chaos, your chaos to clarity kind of thing. I did. I went from the chaos of supporting coaches in so many different platforms. Right. And then just clarity of realizing, okay, I just need to focus on the one. Mm-hmm. And it has just made it so much better for me. And I am so glad that that coach suggested it to me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's really awesome. And I think the you know, the power of niching down right there, what you just explained, Um, you know, because speaking from a coach's perspective, it's hard to niche down, right? It's hard to be, it's, it's that what imposter syndrome comes creeping in, right? Like if I niche down to X, what if they don't, what if that's not for me? What if I, what if, right? And you get into that kind of like, those those circular thoughts of like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. And is this right for me? Um, But the longer you spend, you know, thinking about that and letting those wheels turn, the less time you have to work on that, on that thing. Right. 
So you, you get into this, like, oh, I can't make a decision, but then like not making a decision is kind of making a decision. And pretty soon you're like, oh, it's been a month and I haven't made any progress because I can't make up my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. I've been there. (laughs) And the good thing though, too, about what we do is that we have the ability to pivot and, and refocus and, and try something else. You know, Mm -hmm. if if this isn't working, it's not like, corporate where you have that set job where you're telling they're telling you what to do every day kind of a thing you know we, we, we can pivot on our own and just say you know what this isn't working for me I'm, I'm going to try something new right yeah. yeah yeah and I think there's a lot of power a lot of like empowerment in that knowing that like okay I'm choosing this and I'm going to see where it leads me and even if I have to pivot that's okay like it's not a failure right like you're making a choice and it's going to be successful, um, whether, you know, it's the success that you have cooked up in your mind or something else, right? Like, it's right. still a success. You're still moving forward. Um, and I think that is also something that from from a coach, that's where I tend to get stuck is I don't know if this will work. Um, so then I don't take action. But when I stop and take action, that's when the things work. And as I'm moving through it, I can see, okay, I need to add this or I need to remove that, or I need to take this little, little jog. Right. And then, you know, the, the benefit of having someone like you on a team would be, you know, I could just call you up and say, okay, I'm making these tweaks to this stuff. Can we do this in my, in my entreport stuff? Right. Right. And and I love doing that. I love trying to figure out like wanting to know what the end goal is and then working backwards from there and what Mm -hmm. we need to do to make that happen yeah that's that's just what I love to do I'm 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 not (laughs) I'm that geeky nerdy person like let me get in there let me take it to the pack and I'm not scared of it I'll figure it out (laughs) yeah but I think there's like that is can be so refreshing for a coach who's scared of the tech because I've met a lot of coaches who are like I don't know if I can build this big, huge business because I don't know the tech side of things like and which is fine. Like I love learning that little the all not little. I love learning the tech side of things because then that helps my brain just understand how all of the wheels turn together. Right. But I've met people who are like, yeah, I don't know how to do any. I barely know how to like send an email through Flowdesk. So you know that's as far as it goes and I'm like oh but there's people who are out there who will help you and you don't have to worry about that and you can have this system that collects information for you right to help you serve your clients better right right and and that's the thing you know I I, and I get it you know I've I've worked with both kind of clients myself you know those who have been in there and okay I've been in here and I've built all this out but I'm not sure if it's working right or it needs to, something needs to be tweaked or whatever you know and, and going in and doing that to the people of I'm terrified I don't have a clue of what I'm doing and I don't want to do it right. <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah. you know great I'm that's why I'm here I love to do this stuff this is you know for me to to be a coach would terrify me you know <laughs> they already has their zone of genius and that is yeah. mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what is one piece of advice that you would tell your younger self? Um, that you are enough 
exactly the way you are. Mm -hmm. You don't need approval or validation from anybody else. You are enough. Yeah. I love that so much. I think, I think more people need to hear that. Um, and really sometimes I think hear it like from themselves, right. Mm -hmm. To be able to really let it sink in to know that like, yeah, I, I am enough and I have everything I need right here, right now to take my next step wherever I'm going. Right. Like chances are your next, I would say like, one to five steps of things you need to do are in like a like a six foot sphere around you right like right right you you've got like you've got it and you can do it yeah yeah and and i just i i think just growing up too and you know and i've had several people and coaches i've worked with you know your parents did as you know did what they could with what they knew kind of a thing and right you know it's just you know, then you get to my age and you're like, oh, I am enough. Damn it. I didn't need, <laughs> you know, to feel this way all these years. Right. You know, yeah. so yeah. Um, just, just trying to work on that mindset. I mean, I think too, being an entrepreneur is just, it's a lot of mindset work. You mm-hmm. got to do a lot of mindset work because, and, and you don't have to do it alone. There's just, you know, there's coaches like you, your, your business bestie. I, I right. totally love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. there's, there's the people out there that can help you, you know, make it not, um, make it so you're not alone. And which is, and again, not that you're looking for validation or acceptance, but you just have somebody to bounce ideas off of. You have somebody to just help keep you accountable on things. And um, I just think too many entrepreneurs just feel like they have to do it alone and they don't. There's, there's coaches, there's tech support, there's all kinds of people who can help you. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe it's not even hiring them to do something. If it's just like, can I just pick your brain for one minute, you know, kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are, at least people that I've run into, they're stunned when I have said to them, you know, like, whatever, connecting on social media, I'm having this problem. And I'll, you know, like answer in a group to say, Oh, have you tried this? Or have you thought about that? Like, if you have more questions, like, absolutely DM me, you know, and then for them to DM me and say, wow, what you said was really interesting, you know, and then for me to say, like, yeah, let's hop, let's hop on a call. Like, I'll, I'll give you coaching, right? Like I will talk to you. I will help you walk through something you need to walk through. Um, you know, and I think people are always so surprised at like my willingness to just like give without like needing to receive something. And I'm like, oh, this is how I've at this point, this is my third business, right? So like I I know the power of being able to give will right. eventually I will receive at some point in time. So I think some of that, like knowing that as you are giving knowledge, whatever time, um, like it will come back to you, I think is very, very powerful as well. Absolutely. So my last question for you today is if you were a kitchen utensil or gadget, what would you be and why? Hmm. Good question. (laughs) Good question. And let's see. <clears throat> maybe, maybe kitchen tongs. I'm useful yeah. for you know, helping and picking things up and whatever, but I can get a little snappy. 
I love that. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions to ask because the answers are always so different. Um, right. you know, just and and I think that's just so wonderful, right? To like have the variety of answers. Usually it also throws people off. They're like, you want what? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, too funny. Fine. All right, Julie, it has been such a pleasure to have you on today. I'm so excited. Um, if you could tell everyone how they can best get in touch with you, I'll definitely drop the links below. Um, but tell everyone how they can connect with you best. Um, probably best connect on, and love for you to follow me on Instagram and it's just tackle your to-do. Um, LinkedIn is Julie A. Trombley and I would love for anybody who's listening to this to take my, my 60 second quiz to find out what's your number one technology struggle and all those links will be in the show notes. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you everyone for listening as well. Thanks, Maggie. <laughs> Wow, what a great interview. Thank you so much for showing up here on the Chaos Clarity Podcast. Again, my name is Maggie. I'm so excited to connect with you. You can find all of the information, all of the links below in the show notes for today's interview. And I hope you have the best day ever.